Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning Hovos Halevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Ba'ia Ibn Pakuda. We're finishing the chapter of humility, the gate of humility. Last week we said that there's benefits, the benefits of humility for this world and the next world, that there are six, there are six benefits. Uh, three benefits are for this world, for the Olam Hazeh, and three other benefits are uh, put away for the world to come. So last week we spoke about the benefits for, the, um, for this world, this uh, earthly abode in which we live. And today we're going to discuss the benefits of humility in matters relating the Olam the world to come. And so it says, the, the humble person can more easily acquire wisdom because he follows the sages, humbles himself before them, and seeks them out, as it says. So what it's telling us here is a person that attaches himself to, um, to knowledgeable people, to Torah scholars, who, to people who live uh, righteous lives, are going to be benefited by them because... When a person, you know, as they say, tell me who you hang around with and I'll tell you who you are. When a person hangs around with people who are, uh, let's say, spiritually um, elevated, then he's obviously going to become like that too. So it says here, he who seeks out the wise will become wise. And this is in Mishlei. And our masters of blessed memory said, Let your house be a meeting place for the sages. Dust yourself with the dust of their feet and thirstily drink into their words. And this is Pirkeavot. Um, and as a result, God will help him attain wisdom, as it says. He will guide the humble in justice and he will teach the humble his way. And this is in Tehillim. And then he says, Rabbi Pakuda, but the person who is proud and will not acquire true wisdom and will not reach the goal of clear knowledge and because he's too arrogant to consult with men that are more learned than him, that are more wise than him, that are more knowledgeable than him, that live more righteous life than him. A person who is arrogant won't, won't recognize the need to grow. He thinks he's, he's already up there. He's the best there is. So this person will not acquire uh, the, the reward in the world to come. So the humble person hastens to perform his religious duties with diligence and favor. A humble person has alacrity. He's not lazy. He understands why he's here, what's the purpose of his existence. He knows what he has to do in this world. And he doesn't become arrogant about having fulfilled them. So if he is a person that's giving the sedaka that he's supposed to give, he's waking up early to go to pray, he's learning, he's praying, he's uh, doing kinds of, uh, acts of kindness, he's, he, he understands w what his role in this world is. And as the masters of blessed memory said in the Pirkei Avot, be as careful with a minor precept as with a ma major one. So a person that is humble, for him, every mitzvah of the Torah is precious. Everything is important. There's no more important, less important. He's going to run and do it because he understands that uh, his time in this world really is uh, temporal. He's not here to stay forever. 
he never knows when is the last day so he'll do everything today because who knows if there's a tomorrow so but one who is full of himself a person that is so arrogant that he's so full of himself he delays in the performance of his religious duties because it is not a tomorrow there's a tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow and because of his proud heart and arrogant spirit before he knows it, he falls and is brought low. As it says, say to the king and to the queen mother, sit down in a lowly place for your rule is fallen, the crown of your glory. And this is Yirmiyahu. And in Mishlei, it says there are six things that God hates. And one of them is haughty eyes. A person that is arrogant, this is something that Hashem really despises. And the last one says, The humble person's deeds is acceptable to God. As it says, True sacrifice to God is a broken spirit. And in this, in his transgression, is soon forgiven. If he repents of it, as it says, But he who admits and forsakes his sins will be forgiven. And they are humble, those who you call proud, the man with lowered eyes, he will deliver. So what he's saying is a person that is humble, when he does something that is wrong, he recognizes it. He, he says, yeah, I erred, I did something wrong, I need to correct myself, I need to correct this bad character trait, or I need to correct this uh, Avera, this sin I did, I cannot do this anymore, this is not the right way to be. This comes from a humble person. But a person that is arrogant will never recognize his, his failings and his... Uh, his uh, bad deeds and, and he's not doing the things that he should be doing. So in conclusion, Rabbi Pakuda finishes off this chapter saying, these are the 10 roots of humility. From these roots, my brother, the remaining virtues of this noble high and lofty quality, which were not mentioned in this gate will become clear to you. Remember these words of encouragement on the virtues of humility. Keep them inside. Think of them constantly. Try to internalize their, the, these virtues, integrating them into your soul and personality. It says, thus, after concluding the, the Amidah, the, 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 the Shemone Esre prayer that we do three times a day, devout people recite the following petition. And this is at the end. My God guard my tongue from evil and my lips from speaking deceit. May my soul remain silent to those who curse me. May my soul be as dust to all. So, <coughs> sorry. When we finish praying the Amidah, we humble ourselves. We say, please, please, Hashem, help me keep your ways and keep me, keep me humble. Don't let me become arrogant. And uh, it says that pride is something that really uh, is something that is like a disease. And we should ask Hashem that He should heal us from pride. And the majority of people neglect to heal themselves of this sickness. That's the problem in life. That people, when they're proud, they don't see the truth. They live in a, in a lala world. And so accordingly, you should look out for your soul and deliver it on its behalf with all your strength. Do not be lazy in what will benefit you in both this world and the world to come. And lest you die without having achieved your aspirations for the precious virtues that are within your reach. As the wise one said, the desire of a lazy person will kill him. So what it means is that a person that is not uh, humble is lazy. Arrogance comes from laziness, from not wanting to better yourself. And so at the end of the day, we have to work on, on being one, two, three, waking up early, 
praying, learning, doing mitzvot. We, we should not be lazy for these things because at the end of the day, we have to take care of our neshama, of our soul. And I, it says here, I pass by the field of a lazy man, by the vineyard of a man with no sense. And lo, it was all overgrown with thorns, its surface covered up with thorn bushes, its stone fence broken down. I observed and took it to heart. I saw and learned a lesson. So may God, in his mercy and kindness, show us and you too the way to serve him. That we should be always full of uh, energy. We should be always full of passion and love for Hashem, gratitude. And we should always be humble. And um, the sixth gate is completed. In God do I glory, finishes Rabbi Pakuda. So next week, we're going to start section 7, which is the gate of repentance. The, it's called Shar HaTeshuvah, how to repent, how to do Teshuvah. Very important. So I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.